0: Hello everybody, I'm Maria.
1: And my name is Rory. And we are the hosts of the IELTS Speaking for Success podcast. The podcast that aims to help you improve your speaking skills as well as your listening skills along the way.
0: Right. We started this podcast to give you a look at how a native English speaker would answer some of the most common IELTS speaking test questions. I ask Rory these questions. He answers using grammar and vocabulary for a high score. Today is a very special episode because Rory will be under lots of pressure. We'll have a full speaking test today, like exactly as it is in the exam. Three parts, about 11 to 14 minutes, everything will be exactly as in the speaking exam. Rory, are you ready?
1: I hope you're not going to walk all over me.
0: Oh, that seems to be a cracker joke, a Christmas cracker joke. Because that's interesting, Uh, we're going to be talking about shoes today. Now in this first part, I'd like to ask you a few questions about yourself. Let's talk about work or studies. Do you work or are you a student?
1: Um, I work, actually, as a teacher. Uh, Do you like it? I love it. It's one of the best things I've ever done with my life.
0: What would you like to do in the future?
1: Um, well, I I work as a teacher, actually also I'm a director of studies as well. Um, both of these are quite high pressure jobs, so hopefully in the future I'll work less uh, than I do now, just so there's not so much pressure, but I still want to work in education because it's one of the best things um, that you could ever do, at least in my case.
0: Let's talk about shoes now. What kind of shoes do you usually wear?
1: Um, Usually I wear trainers in the summer and boots in the winter, so it really does depend on the weather. Something more casual in the summer, something lighter, and something more hardy in the winter, really.
0: Do you have a favorite pair of shoes?
1: I don't know. I had a favourite pair of shoes. They were a one-of-a-kind um red pair of Skechers shoes. There was a factory error that meant that instead of the usual blue, they came out red. And uh, I really loved them because they were one-of-a-kind. Um Unfortunately, a year ago, my mother uh, threw them out because they were kind of falling to, to pieces. Um I was a bit upset because I was thinking about taking them to a cobbler, but they never made it that far. Um, The closest thing to a favourite pair of shoes I have now is probably um, my blue Skechers, but they're not the same as the red ones because they're like everyone else's.
0: How often do you buy shoes?
1: Um, I think I buy them roughly once or twice a year. Um, I always buy my boots from a shoe shop um, because I think it's important to check the... um, just to check the size and the fit, really. So, in that sense, I always have to go to a shoe shop, which I'm rarely able to do, because I don't live in the UK these days.
0: Do you like expensive shoes?
1: Um, I think it depends what you mean by expensive, really. I suppose if you mean approximately uh, 5,000 rubles, or I think it's about 60 pounds in pounds sterling, then, um... Yeah, kind of. I buy, like I say, Skechers, and they're roughly that price, so I like those kinds of expensive shoes, but it's not because they're expensive.
0: Would you ever spend a lot of money on shoes?
1: Um. Well, it's like I said before, it depends on how you define a lot of money. Um. I think I would, and I think the shoes I buy now are quite high quality, but I don't buy them very often, so I think that justifies the expenditure. Um. So, yes, I would spend a lot of money on shoes, but not because they're expensive.
0: Have you ever bought shoes online?
1: Yes, once, and it was a disaster. Um, I I told you before, my mother destroyed my one-of-a-kind red Skechers, and I was very upset, mm-hmm. and I thought I'd found a pair online. They were bright red, but mm, it's okay. It's not as bad as um, it looked, and I ordered them and then when they arrived they weren't red they were green and I don't like the color green so that was quite disappointing for me so um I have ordered online but I'm never doing it again
0: now I'm going to give you a topic and I'd like you to talk about it for one or two minutes before you talk you have one minute to think of what you're going to say you can make some notes if you wish do you understand yes Here's some paper and a pencil for making notes. And here's your topic. I'd like you to describe a situation that made you laugh. Now, dear listeners, Rory has one minute to think of what he's going to say and take some notes if he wishes. Uh, Let me just give you uh, a topic, right? So, Rory has to talk about a situation that made him laugh. In the task, it says, please say what the situation was, when it was. Um, He also should answer the question, who was there with him, and say why it made him laugh. Everything is written on the card, which the examiner gives you in the exam. All right. Remember, you have one to two minutes for this. Don't worry if I stop you. I'll tell you when the time is up. Could you start speaking now, please?
1: Of course. The first thing that comes to mind, of, I think of a humorous situation that I've been in, is one time I was working at a summer camp uh, with my friend John and I was giving a briefing to him and the other teachers there. And I thought it would be a good idea if I got the teachers to pretend that they were a class of young people so that they could see how the activities were being done and uh, that would hopefully make them appreciate the instructions a lot better than if i just told them straight however um what i didn't uh, reckon with was the fact that uh, one of my friends john in this case in particular decided to take the role play too far and he instead of completing the task drew a picture of uh, a funny picture of a cat and he held it up for everybody to see, and at that point, uh, everyone in the room just burst out laughing. Um, it was, it was like we were hysterical. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think the main reason uh, is because, well, we been working together for a long time so we bonded and we were all very comfortable with each other at that point Um, but in addition to that we were working hard and I think a lot of us had um, sleep deprivation and we were really looking to release the stress and tension we were feeling Um, so that it all just started coming out of people um, and we were laughing for like about five minutes straight before we could recover control of ourselves Um, I think one of the other reasons that it really got to me in that sense was also just the contrast with normality. We'd been working quite professionally with each other for, uh, oh gosh, about two weeks at that point. And then uh, the contrast with normality just um, made everybody laugh in addition to all of the other reasons beforehand.
0: Okay, thank you. Now, we've been talking about a funny situation, and I'd like to discuss with you one or two more general questions related to this. Let's talk about, do you think a sense of humor is important?
1: Oh yes, it's absolutely crucial. Um, It helps you cope with stress, and um, I really think it helps people regulate their emotions. If you never laugh, then you suppress a lot of these feelings, and that can be quite damaging, actually. Um, another reason is that it helps you find common ground with people if you can share a laugh together.
0: Is humour easy to translate from one language to another?
1: I think practical jokes and almost slapstick comedy, because everyone can see it and appreciate it, that's easy to translate. It's not something that I like, but I think a lot of people can understand it. But. Um, For other elements of humor, like dark humor, um, not every culture can get that. Um, I noticed, for example, that um, as you move further east from America, the humor tends to get darker and darker, and people, um, until you come to Russia, and it almost seems like people are doing bad things to each other just because. Um, So that can um, sometimes be something that's lost in translation, I think.
0: Can humor be useful in learning another language?
1: I think in terms of teaching the language, um, it's good if your teacher has a sense of humor because you relax more and then you'll be more receptive, for example. But um, as a learner, I don't know. Um, I suppose it would take the edge off being stressed, definitely.
0: Do you think that when people laugh, it's always genuine or sometimes people can even fake it?
1: I think people do put on their laughter sometimes. Um, I think you can tell because it it seems to me that the pitch of people's laughter can tell you a lot about how genuine it is. If it's like a really, really high pitch, almost unnatural, then it seems to me like it's fake or less genuine.
0: How do you think laughter can be used in a negative way?
1: Um, I think if it's combined with bullying, for example, um, if you're laughing at someone as opposed to laughing with them, then you um, can use it um, in a very negative way, almost to to lower someone's self-esteem really. Um, And that's not very nice.
0: Do you think that the less people laugh, the older they get?
1: Maybe not older, but certainly they seem to become more serious or behave in a more mature way. We usually associate people laughing and joking around with being less mature, maybe more childish and younger. Um, However, um, I suppose um, laughter also decreases stress in people as well, doesn't it? So um, if you decrease the stress, which can cause you to age, then actually maybe it would make you seem a little bit younger.
0: Thank you very much, Rory. That's the end of the speaking test.
1: Thank you.